Wunderbar. Welcome and my friends to another episode of Few Beers und a Shot. This is Juan. And I'm Kyle. And the topic of today will be Mr. Adolf, the Fuhrer, Hitler. <laughs> and did the Holocaust really happen? The Holocaust, not the Holocaust. The, the I have an accent. It's that German in me. <laughs> oh, the German in you? Yes. <laughs> the little German in me. A little, oh, you just need a little German in you? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, no, not <laughs> like that. No. Um. So today's beer of choice is Mr. Kyle. What are we drinking? We are drinking the Vorsteiner Bier, Vorsteiner? the German Pilsner. Das Einzig Wahr. Site. It's from seven. It was founded in seventeen fifty three. Yes. It's premium beer. This is a four point eight alcohol volume. And uh, yeah, that's what we'll be drinking today. Yes, sir. And a nice little pilsner. Yes, it is a nice little pilsner. And you know, we also have instead of uh, today being a few beers and a shot. Und a shot. It's gonna be a few beers. Um, und. In the und a boot. Und a boot. That yes. fits about, uh, I think that fits like five or six beers in there, just so you know. It looks like it'll fit about two and a half pints. Yes. So, yes. Das Boot yeah. is in the house. Yes, it is. So Please. how about you pop these bad boys open and we can test them out. Alrighty. Here we go. Have you ever had Vorsteiner before? No. No? I've had it before. It's pretty good. I like it. There you it. go. Warsteiner. One of the oldest beers. Is it German imported? Yes. Mm. Okay. Family traditions since 1753. Mm. I guess they must drink it all over the uh, old country, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> all over Bavaria. It's good. Oh, yeah. Taste, uh, there's a little bit of caramel, at least to me. Mm. I didn't taste that. But no, well, I mean, you have to take a bigger sip than your little little bird lips. Yes, if you take an actual, you can taste like the the malt, caramely kind of note in there. Okay, yeah, I tasted it. I need to let it fucking turn it upside down, let it foam up on me. Yes, got to get a little bit of the foam and the yeast action at the bottom to kind of get that taste. Mm, not a word I like yeast. Well, <laughs> beer is made with yeast, so you kind of need it. I know. It's, I don't have to like the word. Just like some people That's don't like, like the word moist. Ah, See? Yeah. There you go. Uh, gotcha. I had to tag uh, you back. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I feel dirty hey, now. How's that beer? Is it? No. <laughs> I would not say it. No, I'm not going to say <laughs> that it. Would, that would be a weird way to ask if a beer is good. Is that yeah. beer nice and for you? <laughs> and it'd be like, I'd be like, all right, you can throw this away now. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. I, do, I wouldn't. I'm like, it left no, my lips a little bit. I'm like, it's tasty. It's tasty. That's it's good. good. It's yeah. not. A, a beer doesn't become that word. Yeah. It's always that word. Well, it's wet. <laughs> and the other word is a derivative of that one. Yes. So, a little bit about Mr. Adolf Hitler. Uh, he was born uh, 420-1889 in a little town in Austria. Uh, he had, I believe he had two sisters. I I thought he had like four, well, 
two sisters that were alive when he was alive. Yes. He had like four brothers that died before he was born, some shit like that. Um, not, not too, here we go. Let's see. He, uh, mm, no. Here we go. His mother died of breast cancer. That's sad. Uh, at the age of 47, and he was 18. Uh, he Hitler ran out of money and was forced to live the bohemian life in homeless shelters and in a men's dormitory. When he was 18? Yes. Hmm. And then during this time, he, uh, was, he moved to Vienna, where he pursued a growing passion for architecture and music, attending performances of Lonegrin, his favorite Wagner opera. And then this is where... In Vienna is where Hitler became exposed to uh, his like a lot of racist rhetoric, because uh, the mayor there was very anti anti-Semitic, yeah. and he um, he really liked to even though they were in Austria, this mayor of Vienna was very pro-German and tried to stress how Austria needed to express their German nationalist belief, you know, side and really become part of Germany. Mm. So it started when he was very young. So he started when it was, this shit started in his head when he was 18. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's part of where Hitler learned it from. I mean, he also could have learned it from his household and everything else. So. Well, I, wasn't his dad like a hard ass? Something mm-hmm. like that? Yes. Mr. Alois Hitler. But I mean, what's it? Alois Hitler? I think that's a, that's his dad's name. I think so. Yeah, Alois Hitler and Clara Hitler. Clara. Clara was his mom. Clara was his mama? Yeah. The Clara a, mama? Mama didn't raise him right, though. Nah, you know. You can't, you know, sometimes it's not your fault that a bad egg is a bad egg, man. You know? Yeah. Well, it could have been because he lost her at, like, a crucial age. Well, too. yeah, he lost her at 18. His dad was a dick, you know? So and he became a dick? Yeah, and then also, like, he had a friend, his name was August Kubizek, uh, claimed that Hitler was very anti-Semitic way before he left his hometown. So he could have been an early, you know, early teen with those, you know, um, ideals already installed in his head. Yeah. So, even though in Mein Kampf, Hitler states that he became anti-Semitic when he was in Vienna. So it's kind of, who knows what, when it really was. You know, yeah, I, I've 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 always had a like a tingle in the back of my head to want to read Mein Kampf, but I never got around. To I read it. it. I read it in high school. Was it good? Easy um, there, fucking uh, what's his name from fucking American History X? Well, no, I had so I had a Vineyard. class. <laughs> I had a class in uh, was it ju- junior year? Ju- no, so, uh, senior year. It was called Gifted Seminar, and it was a college level class, mm. and it was a it was like a not a humanities. Yeah, it was a humanities class. But whatever, we had to do different projects. And everybody had to do, um, had to read a book and then present something else with it. So mine was, I read Mein Kampf and then my part of my project part of it is after I did the report on Mein Kampf, my presentation was um, the devastation of concentration camps and the the Holocaust and like why we need to remember what happened and keep, you know, you, you remember this stuff so it doesn't happen again. Right. And you have to keep reminding yourself of the evil people that are out there because you don't want these kind of atrocities to happen again. And then I'll get into our later discussion yeah. where there's people out there who believe that it didn't happen. Yeah. But 
Yes, Mein Kampf is is broken is a is a two part book. There's two different. I've parts heard that. Yeah. The first part of the book is all about him and like his growing up, and kind of like his struggles and it, well, that's what it's called, my struggle. Yeah. But but him going through um, the shitty upbringing that he had, you know, being homeless, um, learning these anti-Semitic ways when he was in Austria, and then it leads up into him in World War One, and then ultimately when he's trying to lead a revolt in yeah. Germany and then getting arrested and ultimately put into jail. So let's see. He he was born in 1889, right? Mm-hmm. And then World War, World War One started... 1914. 1914. So he was like 20-something. Uh, let's see. So you got... He would be like 23, 24. He's like, he like 23, 24, yeah, yeah, when he was there. And, I mean, he was, he was a runner for the Bavarian army. A Fuhrer. Yeah. So, and he was on the Western Front. So it was basically, you know, in between France and Belgium was where he spent most of his time. So, uh, one of the things I was, uh, what I, that I found out when I was investigating this dude was that, like, every, like, I'm not fucking defending him by any means, but it, it's like, oh, this dude was a coward, blah, blah, blah. And apparently, when he was a runner, he was, like, in the front lines. Well, for that's, a while. and that's, and that was their, so, like, just because you're not the ones holding the rifles or, you know, doing anything on the front lines, what he was doing, it, his job would be, so he's on the front line, right? Yeah. And say, say you're the runner mm-hmm. and I'm the, you know, lieutenant commander or whatever it is. Right. I give you this message because they didn't have radio communications at that time. Hey, right. I need you to run from our fucking line over to that line yeah. and give them the orders or give them the information that, you know what's going on so now you need to get up and go into no man's land and run over to where the other lines are so i mean yeah it is a (laughs) it is a pretty dangerous job and especially since you have to travel light so you probably only have a sidearm if that you might not even have a weapon um good point of reference was that movie was it 1917 Mm -hmm. where it's like a one-shot movie like the whole thing was played out and isn't the dude in the movie a runner I, I didn't. Think, I didn't see it. I but. think he. One of them. There's. There is a runner in there. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that was just. That's. That was your job. You ran. You're yeah. the fastest guy, in fucking boot camp. Yeah. You better believe you're gonna be the runner. So and I, like I think I'm pretty sure most of them. If they had a weapon, it was probably a pistol, because they wouldn't want them running with a rifle. Right. Because that's just gonna slow them down. Yeah. The know. more the more crap you carry, the more it's gonna slow you yeah. down. Yeah. So I mean, I could see that. And then, you know, while he was doing his running, uh, he was, uh, he had a, he got an Iron Cross second class for bravery. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he was, you know, hiding or anything. He had to run and do what he needed to do to get his job done. So, Mm -hmm. and then he did artwork and drew cartoons and he was in the army newspaper too. Yeah. And then he got rejected from the art school after that. That's where... Well, I don't want to say that's the reason he went nuts because it was uh, like the the dude loved the, the military. Mm-hmm. That's why he, when he joined up with Germany, even though he was Austrian, they let him and there wasn't too much of a well, pushback it, on that. Well, and that's the thing, like there's Austrians are like, I mean, they're Attentive. they have very they have very close ties right to German roots. I mean, and I, I guess you can even kind of break it down in a sense like how English, Welsh, Irish, and Scottish people yeah. all are from the same area yeah. but have their own different histories but are still kind of all 
How many countries are in this country? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you got four. You got four countries in on one on Island. two islands. Yeah, you know, so I mean, you got they 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 have very cl- really close similarities. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if he you know he's Austrian, but he could be like, yeah, I'm German. Yeah. Like their languages are well, very close the, and everything else. From what I understood was he he said he was Austrian. They're like, yeah, we don't care. You want to yeah. join the German army? Go. Oh well, yeah, and, and I mean, a lot of people from from Austria joined because. They were, you know, it was under like Bavaria at the yeah. time, so it's all, you know, it all fits into place. Yeah. But like, so, you know, so like, you know, besides getting that, you know, medal for bravery, I mean, the dude got wounded. Yeah. He got shot in the thigh. He had to spend a couple months in the hospital. He received a a medal for that. Oh, he got the Forrest Gump treatment. Yeah. And then uh, he also received the Iron Cross First Class. Yeah. Which is rarely awarded to. His rank, which is Gefreiter, I don't know what. It's what, like a, it's like a second class lieutenant or something oh, like that. Okay. Like yeah. he, he never went up to like a commanding role. Like no, the no. reason he went up in in the in the rank was because of the politics. Yeah. Like he became a politician. And I think he got a lot of he got a lot of rank because of how many times he got injured too. Like uh-huh. kind of like merit, you yeah. know, like merit promotions. I mean, and yeah. even said like. He was even temporarily blinded by mustard gas, yeah. and then he learned of Germany's defeat, and uh, he suffered a second bout of like uh, hysterical blindness from that. Yeah, so well, it's pretty crazy. I mean, before we dive into like his whole coming up in WW two and the Third Reich stuff, like there was a night of uh, the backstab or whatever. There was a that, that was a thing too, when they were coming up. Mm-hmm. I forget if it's like the Night of a Thousand Stabs or the Long Stab or something like that. Are you talking about what I was talking about? Yeah. No, that's later on, dude. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with this right now. No, but that's why they started pointing the finger towards like Jew- Jewish people and stuff. Like that's what, like, I don't know. We'll get into it. We'll no, get into well, the, it. The, the Night of the Long Knives. Yeah. That has nothing to do with, with. Oh, no, no, with no. The Holocaust. That is something completely. No. That was, that was during once he established yeah. The Nazi order. Yeah. And there was the SA and the SS. And there was kind of a feud between both of them. And the SA was more of like the police force to where the SS was more of like the intelligence, like secret side of it. Night of the Long Knives. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. And they, it was basically a all out execution. Yeah. Yeah. 400 street battles. Damn. Yeah. Shiza. Against and it was and it was the SA versus the SS, which is the same the same people the same side, <laughs> fighting against each other. They had a little revolution in the house. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, are you? Oh, so are you talking about this here? This is what you're talking about. Probably. So here, Hitler described the war the greatest of all experiences and was praised by his commanding officers for his bravery. Yeah. Uh, his wartime experience reinforced his German patriotism and was shocked by Germans' capitulation. Or yeah, capitulation in November 1918. Yeah, his bitterness over the collapse of the war effort began go. to shape his ideology. Like That's other German nationalists, about. he believed the stab in the back myth. Yes, which claimed that Germany German army undefeated in the field had been stabbed in the back on the home front by civilian leaders, Jews, Marxists, and those who signed the armistice at ending the fighting. Later dubbed. No, the November criminals. That's what you're talking about. Yes, that's what I was yeah. referring to. This, 
This has nothing this to do with This is something else. Yeah, the, the Night I of the... I knew there was this... I did say backstab, though. Yes. Yeah, the Night of the Long Knives is something completely different yeah. that has nothing to do yeah. we, with, we, with We'll that. get into that one. Yeah, that, that is, this was actually crazy because... Well, we get into that in a little bit. There's early other things to kind of I like this little into. thing at the end here, though. Did not end the violence of the stormtroopers. Bomb, nope. bomb, No, that's because... Yeah, bomb, well, it's because the, the SS were victorious. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know. You want to talk a little bit about his early entry into politics? Um, sure, 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 sure. Uh, so, um, yeah, because of his like, like you said, it was like because of his injuries and all that. Mm-hmm. Then he had that like, uh, he started his uh, that stuff with the um, the night of the backstab or whatever the backstab myth. Yes, was what shaped his ideology, and he started turning. Uh, towards those certain groups let's say mainly against the one yeah so hitler's rise to power traces back to 1919 when he joined the german workers party and became the nazi party afterwards uh with oratorical skills and use of propaganda he soon became its leader hitler gained popularity nationwide by exploiting unrest during the Great Depression and in 1932 placed second in the presidential race. Hitler's various maneuvers resulted in the winner, Paul von Hindenburg, appointing him chancellor in 1933. The following months, the Reichstag fire occurred and it provided an excuse for a decree overriding all guarantees of freedom then on March 23rd, the Enabling Act was passed, giving full powers to Hitler. When Hindenburg died in August 2nd, 1934, the cha- chancellorship and president- presidency were merged, and Hitler secured his position as Führer, yeah, the leader. Pre- that's pretty crazy, because like Hindenburg was this old, like decrepit guy at that time, Yeah, and Hitler was just kind of like... You, you 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 let me take over everything's fine don't worry i'll be i'll be good just just tell them that you want me to do everything yeah and then that's when he's like i want to turn everything over to him and he's like ha, 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 and then he fucking croaked kind of sounds like he he was that little devil on his shoulder oh yeah dude i mean there's there's so many things that i mean he did so many manipulation manipulative things and just but his biggest his biggest thing is that so at that time you got to think after world war one yeah. Germany is devastated. The Treaty of Versailles basically just, you know, ass rammed Germany into everything. They took away so much of their land. They took away, they had, their military was basically down to bare minimum. They owed, I forgot how many millions and millions of dollars. In reparations. Germany yeah. owed everybody. Yeah. Like, like the yeah the, the they owed allies. all the countries yeah, yeah they owed all the allies all this money and they're just like well we'll never be able to do anything like the 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 country was completely torn apart and devastated and poor and just shitty conditions you're talking about like after World War One after World War One yeah so you have all this destruction all this anger all this poverty all these things going on this crazy ass dude came in with a spark like hey we i want to restore germany to the way it was he kind of did if he wanted oh, no but that's bananas. that was that was his thing it's just like he knew what he needed to do he was he was very um 
charismatic yeah. in the way that he spoke and in the way that he did his his speeches. So people fucking backed him. Yeah. I mean, and for the longest time, he was just like, all right, we're going to rebuild this. We're going to rebuild that. I mean, he brought in, he redid the rails, you know, the rail system. He rebuilt cities. He did a lot. I mean, he even brought the fucking Olympics there. Yeah. I mean, which was actually kind of funny because he was doing his whole thing. Like the Aryans are the most elite athletes ever. And I think it was like what Jesse Owens from the U S completely wiped the floor in all the track events. Yeah. And he's like, what is this black guy doing? Beating all my <laughs> Aryans. And it was just like, it was so bad. Yeah. Like, it, but the crazy thing is like this asshole was on the cover of time magazine. Yeah. So was somebody we had, we talked about uh, a few episodes back. Oswald. Oh, yeah. But see, he was on <laughs> that because of, of, you know, being part of the JFK conspiracy. Yeah. This guy was like, was he like, was he man of the year? I think he was. I think Hitler Shut was. Up. Hang on. I, dude, he was on Time Magazine for something. I have to look at what it was. There was something with him being on Time Magazine. Well, while you're looking for that. Says right here. Um, after World War One, through various means, he was able to annex Austria and Czechoslovakia with little resistance. Yes. In 1938, 39. So yeah, with <coughs> Austria and Czechoslovakia, well, Austria was a given. He mm-hmm. kind of was just like, "Hey, can we just you guys need to join? Can we, up. can we just like join together because we should be?" Yeah. And like, yeah, sure. And then Czechoslovakia just like fell over. Yeah. And the allies didn't really think anything of it because there was no real military intervention into it. Like he didn't, there wasn't a lot of he force. force. It was all, it was all talk. Yeah. Um, and then he took over Poland. No, no. Before that was the Rhineland, um, which is a section of Germany was, that, was that, a section of Germany between right on the border of France. That was really big for their industrial, um, in, industrial complex. Yeah. was a very big industrial area. We don't and, have a map up, but, was that like near Czechoslovakia, maybe? No, no. It was so where the Rhineland is yeah. is the border of Germany and France. Okay. Czechoslovakia is on the other side, so they stretched. So Germany was like like here, and then they came down here for Czechoslovakia and Austria. So they went south, and then they went north for um, the Rhineland. Okay. And that's where they had a lot of factories and a lot of stuff for industry there. Gotcha. And it's literally right on the border of France, and they didn't really give a shit about that. Which is kind of weird, like you should you should kind of worry that he's taking over shit right next to you. Yeah. But he made this kind of like a current events. Somebody was taking over. Yes. Uh, but when they when they brought it up, like he said, well, we need was it Lievensbrau, which is more room for German people because he thought his idea was that German people shouldn't live in like apartments. Yeah. They should have their own big plots of land and live in spacious areas and everything. So that was his. Justification for taking over the Rhineland, and the England and France was like, well, okay, whatever, that sounds fine. And then that's when he took over the Rhineland is when he started building the his military industrial complex by like three hundred percent, because that's where all the planes and all the tanks were made was in the Rhineland. Right. And then everything got fucked up right there. Yeah, September first, nineteen thirty nine. But they invaded Poland, uh, and had been, which had been guaranteed French and British military support. So they fucked with Poland. The French and the Pol- and the British jumped in. And a crazy thing about the invasion of Poland, which um, when that happened, so when they did the Blitzkrieg, 
into Poland, the Polish cavalry and military. So the cavalry unit was literally on horseback still. Yeah. Going up against tanks, Panzer tanks. So you just look at what kind of devastation that is. Oh yeah. Like an uh, army on horses and tanks running at you. Oh, and, um, okay. I guess this was not true. Okay. What's not true? Supposedly it was not true that Hitler was named Times Man of the Year in 1938. I didn't think I'm well with this, man. <laughs> That's pretty messed up. Let's see. Fact check. Time Magazine did not praise Hitler with 1938 Man of the Year title. I, I do know what you're talking about, though. He was on the cover, but it might have been for, like, you know, some article or maybe because he died and everybody was celebrating or he allegedly died. So he unalived himself. But yeah. Okay, so all right, he was on the cover, but not for Man of the Year. It was for a different article where they were basically talking shit about him. That makes sense. Yeah, but I still wouldn't have made him the cover though. I would have just made him a story inside of it. Why make his face the the cover and be put across everywhere? You because know? it would sell, dude. That shit would sell. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like you need to posterize somebody more than he's posterizing himself. Right? Mm. I mean, that's just me. Well, Time Magazine is like was is like a world magazine. It's mm. not. It's not restricted to just one country specific. So if well, they I were gonna, you know, rip on them, I'd be like, let the whole world know, man. Fuck it. Yeah, I guess so. So. Back, so uh, um, invading Poland, mm-hmm. uh, France, and the British got declared war. Yes, and that's what launched World War Two. Yes, and from there we get into <coughs> I don't know, man. What? World War Two is like a huge, huge topic. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, so then we, so he goes and he, as soon as France and Great Britain declare war on Germany. He does his really big blitzkrieg. And I think he, I forgot how long it wasn't that long after he, the war was declared. He was raising a flag in Paris. Yeah. And he took over pretty much the whole Western European continent in a matter of months. And he had little, like little to no opposition I mean, when they when they attack, when they went on the Rhineland and the Maginot Line, I mean, France couldn't do anything. Yeah, they collapsed basically. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah and in and in Spain, Spain didn't care because Spain was fascist just like him, mm-hmm. and they let them they let the Nazis just come and hang out. So the leader of Spain was on his side from the get go. Yeah, so was Italy, right? Uh, yeah, it, Mussolini, Italy. Benito. It, yeah, Mussolini was right after that too. No. So I mean, if you like look at the map of Europe, like how much he controlled in such a little bit of time, because he actually went up north and took all of Norway too. Yeah, I was looking into that. Um. And then once all that happened, he's like, okay, he had mainland Europe, he had most of Scandinavia, so he decided to do uh, the Battle of Britain, mm-hmm. and he was like, well, I'm not dumb enough to go send troops there because that's just not going to happen. Right. So he sent his whole fucking air force over and just kept on bombing them. Mm-hmm. 
and then the RAF started um, defeating the Germans. So he's like, all right, I need to stop attacking Britain right now. Yeah. So he stopped attacking Britain. He had a stronghold on the western side of Europe. So then he goes and takes over a big portion of North Africa. And then he starts his war with Russia at the same time. Yeah. But the crazy thing is that he had a deal with Russia saying that he wasn't going to attack them. Because because they split up Lyndon or Stalin Stalin because they they split if you look I can't see on this map but they split uh, Poland yeah that was the deal is we'll split Poland and we won't start a war with you you do your own thing we'll do our own thing we want to control all of this and you just stay where you're at but he got so fucking crazy and greedy he turned around and fucking went after them too which which proved to be his downfall. Because he technically like so he, they he had all of this. Yeah, he had all the Western European country. Yeah. So, and then once uh, there was a couple other things that became involved where uh, Winston Churchill had to send a couple letters to FDR requesting assistance from us. Yeah. To be involved, and it's crazy because at that period of time, denied. Well, we were under a period of isolationism, which just was like, hey, you know what? We're doing us. Whatever fuck you guys are doing, you're doing. Like, don't ask us for anything. We don't want to be involved. Well, the country was recovering from the Great Depression, too. Yes, but the but I'm talking about on the political scale. Yeah. There was there was a point where it's like, all right, we're in isolationism. We can't be involved in international affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, FDR almost got impeached like two or three times because he was getting correspondence from Churchill and sending over materials to Great Britain, which were basically just unassembled uh, weapons, unassembled cars and tanks and everything. He was sending just everything in a box that you need to put this thing together and just sending it over without the approval of the of the Senate and the House. Yeah. And he did this like several times. And he kept on getting caught, and uh, he almost got impeached for it. And then this is another – now we're going down another rabbit hole, which is kind of another conspiracy theory I have. The Churchill um, one? No, no, not with Churchill. Just So there's a, the last letter that Churchill sends FDR um, about, you know, thank you for everything. And he goes, if you don't get involved in this war physically, we are going to lose. Yeah. Like – like Churchill's is like, no, we need you here because if you don't come here, we're not going to win. And the, the government wasn't going to agree to go to war in a war that we're not being attacked in. Right. And that's where I have my own little conspiracy theory about Pearl Harbor. Oh, I I see what you're, what you're aiming at. Yes. Because without Pearl Harbor being attacked, we're not in this war. Right. And that's a whole, I mean, if we could talk about it, I could tell you my theory on that, which caused us to go to World War II. Which, sure, I mean, I, mean, it's a, I mean, we're talking about Hitler and we're diving into World War II and all the shit that happened there. So might as well get get that theory of yours out there tied in. All right. So I look at it. So this correspondence is going back and forth, right? Yeah. We need, we need your help in... On the western side of the United States, now you, there's the brewing of 
Russia and Japan has yeah. formed their alliance. And Japan is doing their feudal conquest of Asia, right? At that one point in December, uh, around the time of my birth, you know, but like 40 years earlier, <laughs> um, you know, how, how does it where you a Japanese fleet is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, no reconnaissance planes, no radar picks any of this stuff up. But the majority of your Pacific fleet that's at Pearl Harbor isn't at Pearl Harbor that day. And it just so happens to be the day that they're out, you get attacked. And then once that happens, our military industrial complex is like booming. Industry is shut down and it's turned over to war making materials. And we're pumping shit out as fast as possible. Because FDR knew the only way to get involved in this war is to be attacked. Yeah. So they either had an idea, there was an intelligence report or something that was sometime that had to have been released and maybe got ripped up and thrown away in the garbage, that there's a huge fleet coming towards Hawaii and they moved, you know, part of the fleet over so that it wasn't as devastating devastating as it was. Because we jumped into that war like it was like fucking like we we were ready to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Think about it. The world is at war. If Britain and but dude, we no. The the, the thing is is the loses. is the 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 way that they were able to shift industry. Yeah. It was like overnight. Like the Ford plants were like, oh, we're not making cars anymore. We're making tanks. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, jeeps. We got a whole bunch of jeeps ready to go. Here's jeeps, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong because it's a theory, mm-hmm. first of all. But my thought is, you got you got to be ready either way because the world is at war, and you got to have they. I'm sure, like you said, Ford had to have those plans in the back of his mind. They're like. It's going to be a military contract. We're going to get buku money. And then you got um, the industrial side of it. You know, they're like. Well, the thing is, is that we weren't allowed to make any of that thing for the war that's going on. So why would you even prepare for it if it's a war that you're not involved in and you can't send things over? Because you prepare for the worst. You, you hope can't, for the you, best, but you but can't. No, it is, it's illegal to send this stuff. So why would you prepare for it unless you knew that something was going to happen here? You got me there. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just saying, like, it's one of those things where it's like, you prepare. It's like, you know, in your basement, you have a sump pump. doesn't mean your basement's going to flood, but you have it, so it won't flood. Yeah, but that's not, like, you're preparing to go for a war that you're not involved in. Of course in. not. I'm, I'm trying to, like... But it, but it's not it, it, but it's it's not like I don't know dude if you're not involved in something because nothing is coming to you and you're not involved in it and you and Hitler knows and Hitler even puts out like as long as you guys don't get involved I'm not going to deal with you I'm not going to mess with you this has nothing to do with you stay out of it so what was his plan just to take over Europe well his plan was to take over Europe get that solidified and then attack the United States through Mexico right so but they, but, they were going to attack eventually. Yes, but here's That's the thing. That's you got to prepare the, for But it. the thing is, is that how do you get it to change so fast at the flip of a dime no. to where you know that shit's going to happen? And why do you move 
strategic pieces away from an area that's about to be attacked. That 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 part is fucked up. Yeah, because Ben Affleck was off the boat when it got fucking hit. <laughs> Don't, Just do kidding. not, do not <laughs> bring in that movie oh, no, to the actual cool. event. I'm just saying, yeah, no, there was, like, I don't want to say it was minimal casualties, because, you know, people did die, so one casualty is one too many, but, I like, the damage was reduced, right? Yeah. And those were the, they had the kamikaze fighters at that point, right? Oh, yeah, German, or Jap- Japan. Japan was all about the kamikazes, like, that was their version, that was, like, their, their, their new age, you know, like, samurais. Yeah. New age samurais. <laughs> yeah, you know, for the time. But we fly planes. So. And we drop on you. Yeah. But another uh, cool, like, one of the things that's always uh, gotten me about the, like, the Hitler stuff was the, uh, how he was into the occult. Oh, yeah. They were, there was a lot of them, too. Yeah. It was, like, part of their thing. They were trying to find a occult superpower. They're like, hey. We're getting support. We're evil. We might as well embrace it. Well, dude, that's where they like they were talking about how because uh, a lot of their super weapons and everything. They didn't know if it was like he made an, he made a deal with the devil, yeah. or he he made contact with aliens. Hmm. Yes. Because I mean, you got like you know they designed the first jet engine. Yeah. They had the first. They had the first fighter jet. Um, the V one and the V two rocket is like yeah, one of the smart motherfuckers. Yeah, for. dude. I mean, in their in their weaponry, their 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 hand their uh, rifles, their handguns, their machine guns, their tanks. Dude, yeah. the, if like the the Tiger tank. Yeah. So the Tiger tank, it's big, huge, badass fucking tank. Yeah. It was accurate to like a mile away. So shoot, you get shit hit something a mile away, completely accurate. Which is pretty good for land warfare. Yeah, and you know for nineteen forties. Yeah. Yeah. But the crazy thing, like this thing was so complex. There was a I was watching a documentary on like Tiger Tank uh drivers and the guy was like, Yeah, you know, we were driving in the beginning of the war and uh something happened with the engine, so we broke down. Uh by the time the mechanic showed up, the war was over. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> because like they couldn't fix the tanks themselves yeah. because of how complex the these tanks tank were. Yeah. So they had to have a technician, <laughs> and while this technician is fixing one tank, he had to go fix another and another. He goes, "Yeah, by the time the guy got to us, the war was over, so we just left it." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to take steps back here, but another thing is, so you got Hitler um, associated with the occult. Mm-hmm. But you also had the church supporting Hitler. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, like double dipping. Well, you know, the biggest thing. The Pope. Well, not the Pope, but the biggest thing is that the Nazis didn't blow up churches. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't. And they weren't against churches. They were taking temples. Jew, Jews. Yeah. You temples. know. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they're not. Uh, you. They have nothing. They're like, oh, we're not doing. We're, we're not involved. We're not with them or against them. They're just. They're, we're just. No, but I thought. I thought. Uh, I thought they I read somewhere that they had the like the church's support. They didn't openly talk about it. Not openly, of course. Yes, but. they. There wasn't. Yes, they had support from the Vatican. Yeah. Because they weren't blowing up churches, 
and then later on after the war is over the Vatican and the Red Cross help get a lot of high-ranking Nazis out of Europe and into Argentina. That's what I'm telling you, man. Oh, I know. I mean, the thing is, is like they didn't outright come out and say we support the Nazis, but they supported the Nazis. Yeah. Which is messed up because like, like we're talking about, like he got into the occult because he's trying to like get, I don't know, whatever sort of like he was looking for the spirit of destiny, the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. the Ark of the Covenant, if you want to fall into the Raiders of the Lost Ark shit. Oh, well, yeah, they like, had some of those had. I mean, even though they're science fiction, there's there was truth, some truth behind. Well, there's it. truth in all that. I yeah. mean, he had he had um, archaeologists and scientists all over the place. He no. sent a group. He sent a group to Tibet. Yep. He sent a whole bunch of Nazi scientists up to Tibet. He sent them into the to learn, pyramids, but to learn about them because of how long they lived yeah. in in this land that they lived in. Yeah. And they're like, he, they're like, he's like, learn from them. Just see what you can learn. What do they do? What do they eat? What do they, you know, what do, like, what do they he drink? Like he back he, as fucking super soldiers. Yeah, dude. And he would take, you know, blood samples and everything and run in, you know, run all that kind of stuff. And it even gets into another thing where, you know, he, he believed that the Aryans were descendants of the people of Atlantis. Yeah. And the Aryans were the supreme beings and they came from the supreme civilization of, of Atlantis. Yeah. And he, and he, the crazy thing is he used all of this shit to brainwash a hell of a lot of people into believing what he was saying was true. Yeah, I mean, well. But when you're at your lowest, the the slightest bit of positivity will make you rise. Yeah. You know. Well, not only that, I mean, the dude improved the economy in his country, mm-hmm. you know, after that. Um, and, you know, he, he, he got people pumped about the shit. So when they rallied up behind him he's like hey we're going to war over here we're gonna take this like you know it's like they rallied behind a bully and well, like, well it, he's protecting us well, so well, the yeah, way let's go over there and take over france because well, the way, and the, well, the way he was explaining it to them it wasn't even like we're going to war no it was like it's our right he's like yeah this is ours anyway we yeah. need to take it back yeah it's ours so everybody's like it. oh yeah you're right he's like yeah i'm gonna fucking take it back this is ours you want to go get it yeah all right let's go get it yeah. and everybody's like yeah hell no we, you know like fucking march and, and went and took it and they're like all right yeah you know yeah more more uh schnitzel what, for everybody you know what i never understood was uh the burning of the books was it just certain books well he burned certain literature he burned certain um art um certain music yeah you know because if you erase something it's it never it's, happened it's like it's, it never existed right you know and if you really think about it it's something that's kind of going on now. Yeah. Certain which, books are not allowed to be put out anymore. You're not allowed to read certain books in school. There are certain things that aren't allowed to be produced anymore. Why? They're trying to change history. Yeah. Because once you get to a certain generation, that history doesn't exist anymore if it's not written. Well, you, you got to look at it this way. Like, we are... We're millennials, right? So, we know about... World War One and World War Two, we know a lot more about what happened in World War Two than what happened in World War One. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, the people from uh, that lived in the forties and all that shit knew a lot about a lot more about World War One than they did about I don't know. The, well, they the revolutionary the, the people War. who were in the forty like that were born or around in the forties knew more about World War One because of how close it was. close it was. Right. I mean, they knew more about the Civil War than we do. 
Right, but do you think they're still teaching about World War One in in schools, like history schools? Well, it depends on what kind of history that you're getting into. I mean, if it's just basic history, they probably touch on it for a so, you know a small second. Like but if we then, had a World War One. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, well, hey. here they're like if you if they do anything about World War Two, some used to be like, what what did what was fucking World War One about? Right, and then <laughs> they'll talk about World War One. You kind of have to today. talk about one before you get to two. I'm talking about like the, your syllabus though, like you, you like we had Mr. Rakowski, God rest his soul, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. He dove into the shit like well, well he, see, he knew it to a T. But see, that's a different that's a different era, and that's yeah. a different kind of teaching, you know. Right. But you got to look at. You got to look at from, uh, you know, because it's a different, it was a different time period where, you know, when it came to education, he was still part of that older generation who wasn't, you know, um, kind of swayed away from teaching that kind of stuff. He wanted people to know, you know, and that's, and that's where we're kind of differing now is that people don't want... He's gone, right? Yes. Mr. Rakowski. Well, he was a different generation. I know, you know, I know. But do you think he was CIA? Dude, he did stuff. Okay, he did. <laughs> I he know. did stuff. So, do you think he? Which three-letter acronym do you think he was part of? Uh, it, that would be the only one that I think he was part of, because he was doing stuff during Vietnam. So yeah, he would be only involved in that one. That dude was the shit, dude. Yes, I love. But see, that but and, but that's the kind of thing. That's a different. That was a different kind of generation. Who wanted you to learn about what's really out there? Well, I mean, if you erase history, you're bound to repeat the mistakes. Exactly. So that's why things are being erased now. Right. And what I was gonna get to is, like you said, like if they only teach about World War Two now, you're like you said, they're gonna be like, hold on, what, what about World War One? And we've been on the brink of World War Three so many times over the past. 30 years mm-hmm. that kids are probably going to be like oh my god we're going it's this going to be a first world war it's shit like, we've been no we, dude yeah. it's like this is going to be number three and this is probably going to be the last one because we're going to be done after that yeah well and that's the problem with erasing so many things is that people don't know you know it's like when you get rid of um a lot of like how they want to get rid of stuff with the civil war they want to get yeah. rid of all the monuments, get rid of everything, erase the fact that the Civil War happened. And we're basically you don't, on the brink of a, a yes, Civil War, But too. that's the thing. You you don't erase these things because the people need to be educated about it so they know and be like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Well, here's the thing. like Some of the monuments that were being torn down, people thought that they're like, oh, we're commemorating this. It's like, no. That statue's there as a reminder well, right. of why we fucked up. In so, so the, no, well, the, all right. the Robert E. Lee statue. That's a different one, because Robert E. Lee was a, a decorated U.S. Confederate. No, oh. U.S. general. Mm-hmm. So Robert E. Lee was good for the U.S. as okay. what he did first, but he saw what the government was doing was wrong. So he took it upon himself to be part of the Confederacy, and downward that was at was a Confederate state at the time, mm. and they commemorated him for his bravery and everything he did as a general, not only for the Confederacy, but for also the U.S. military. Right, so, but, but it's not like, it, but it, but getting rid of something, what what are you what are you achieving by erasing that? Right. You're not really achieving anything because he existed, he did what he did, and that's the end of it. 
Like if if the people at that time wanted to commemorate him, okay. Just like, why did they have to change Lakeshore Drive to do Sable, whatever it is, for a guy that I don't even know who the hell he is? I don't know. Right, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they changed the name for, for what reason? Because the guy happened to be of a different race? You know, like, it's kind of weird. It's like, but it, it, there's things it's like, all right, well, nobody calls it that. Everybody calls it Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, I mean, like, anybody who's lived here is going to... It's like, people still call... The Willis Tower, the Sears Tower. It's, exactly. And it's for us Chicagoans, it's always going to be the Sears Tower. Like if people say Willis Tower, I'll understand what they're talking about. Yeah, but it's like no, you're you're wrong. It's the yeah. Sears Tower. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like you you're trying to get rid of things. Like when people deface the like Vietnam Memorial or the World War II Memorial yeah. or like the police memorials. Like why are you trying to deface something that has nothing to do with you? Right. It literally has nothing to do with you. The fact that there's a Robert E. Lee statue in a southern state at the period of time who wanted to commemorate a guy who did a lot of brave things, what does that have to do with you? Right. And, I mean, I don't see him taking down statues of, like, I don't know, let's say, for example, George Washington. He had slaves. Well, they but, like, here, they went, they took down, what, the Christopher Columbus thing downtown? Okay. Like, okay, why the fuck are we taking down Columbus? Who gives a fuck? The guy discovered was the second person here. Yeah. He didn't discover America. He just happened to be here. Yeah. Leif Erikson discovered America first. Right. So why did they... They took him down because the, he was he was racist. And he... Yeah, he, no shit. Well, but here's the thing. Like, what does it matter? We have Columbus Day, which is now Indigenous People Day. Mm. Like, like, who gives a shit about it? It's a well, book. and here's the thing. It's change. a thing. It's a period of time that we can't change. Right. So and cha- the thing is, like, you're erasing, like we're talking about, you're erasing a part of history, which, even if you don't like it and it's fucked up, it's because it's fucked up that it's why we need to remember it so we don't repeat it. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, like, oh well, we're doing this, uh, like we're taking away, uh, was it Columbus Day and it's Indigenous People Day now because. Fuck Columbus. He was outrageous. He slaughtered uh, Indians, indigenous people, or whatever. It's like, yeah. And, and you know that. And, and now we're going to celebrate Indigenous People Day. But did you know that indigenous people slaughtered indigenous people? Yeah. Sacrifices like, and all that. Well, no, but there's other. Like, but tribes there, too. took over yeah. other tribes. So, like, now it's just saying, like, oh, well, we shouldn't have Indigenous People Day either because of all the atrocities that they've done to other Indigenous people. But they're people. a minority, so. But no, but at the time, at that time, they were not a minority Indigenous people. Indigenous people were the Indigenous people, right? Right. Yeah. If no, there's, I'm ta- if there's I'm ta- the, okay, but now. No, but here, but I'm talking about you make you take down a statue of a guy who came here, and Indigenous people were not the minority; they were the people here, right? Yeah. So then you take down a statue because of him. And you change the name of a holiday for him with Indigenous People Day, right? Right. But no, you're not going to address the point of, so you're going to have a day based on people who committed crazy atrocities against themselves. Yeah. So how is that right? And the other one is wrong. They were conquering conquering the same fucking land that he did. Was just because they were here first and they were able to conquer it? That makes it okay? Like how many women and children... Did the Apaches slaughter or the Comanches or the Cherokee, you know, like I have family who has Native American blood. 
you know, but it's just like, but they all like the Choctaws did that shit too. You know, all of them did it. I know. So it's, but it's that, like, but that's human nature. I know, but, but here's the thing, but how I'm just trying to say like, it's so hypocritical what these people are saying. Yeah. It's like, just shut up. And what history says is what history, you know, we, why change something that we can't okay, and physically change from there. We move into how they're trying to erase that the Holocaust happened. Yes. So you're trying to erase a part of history that was um, next to the Crusades, probably the one of the darkest times in history. I mean, this dude. All right, this is darker than the Crusades, dude. Well, the why? Because the Crusades had a purpose. No, because the Crusades were. All right, the Crusades were battles. Okay, there was there was a crusade. Yeah, okay, yeah, there was okay. a crusade to right. go there. Like, I see your point. I like, see your point. They weren't. They're like, both dark. Yes, but, Let's just put it that way. But when, but like when, when it came to going back to the Crusades now in this part, when they went to Accra and Jerusalem and all those all those, those cities, once the war, like they were fighting, the the armies were battling. Most of the time, most of the time. Don't quote me like all of the time, but some of the time. Oh, no, but time. some of the time. If you weren't fighting in it and you were a Christian or you were a Jew or you were a Muslim, but you weren't fighting in it, they they really didn't slaughter you. Like Jerusalem had at that time, like Jews living amongst Muslims and living amongst Christians. It was all just all over the place while the Christians were in charge. Once the Muslims took over, the Muslims was, were in charge. The Muslims allowed the Christians to leave. Hmm. But if they didn't leave, then they'd be like, all right, well, we're fucking killing you because you need to leave. But but in the terms, you can't compare these two because these people are rounded up and slaughtered like cattle. The Jews didn't fight yeah. a battle. Well, they were, I'm saying they're both dark times in history. Yes. And, I mean, if you look at it that way, they're both fucked up. I mean, you can't compare them. Because I, would be, I, I would say that slavery and the Holocaust have more of a connection than the Crusades. Okay, yeah, that that was another. I would I would dark have time, I would have those no two problem. I would have those two as linear okay. comparisons then. Okay, so okay, well, either the way, Crusades. it's they're both they're all three of them are dark times. Dude. Yes, it's, they're they're nothing good came from them, especially since, uh, what was it like over six million people were. Yes, I don't with I don't want to say slarks. Some of them were just put out in the concentration camps no six million people were killed yes they were slaughtered yes they were slaughtered they were treated like cattle rounded up experimented on tortured and killed i don't know why i always think like of slaughtered i think like like a slaughterhouse that's like, Auschwitz. What? yeah i know, I know but i'm talking i'm thinking like a fucking cow slaughterhouse you mm-hmm. know like oh, cattle yeah. not human yes but, i know but if you really see like concentration camps and how they were set oh, up yeah, like dude. like here the fact like i love how people are like oh it didn't happen then why the fuck are the camps still there and there's museums yeah. and why were there survivors like right. w- there's these people who were lib who were there once they got liberated like are they just lying like oh yeah all this sh- crazy shit happened and i was i was looking like fucking skeletor walking around because i was fed well, once and a month here's the thing how many of the people that were actually there or survived or whatever like they they're either close to like they're up there in age mm-hmm. or they're almost gone, so the only people are gonna be around to tell their story are like family members or historians. 
Yeah. And they're trying to put that shit out. Well, I mean, but even before, like, it, it, it's just, it, it's crazy to think that we live in a time where they feel like this didn't happen. I don't know. I just, I find it, I just, it's just baffling to me. Yeah. It's like, because they're like, well, at the, the census at that time said that there was only a certain amount of people. And how could that happen if there, well, it's like, no, well, shut the fuck up. Like, no. So here's the thing. When I was uh, looking into that, it says that there's two schools of thought on that. So you got the, the hardcore, um, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were just like, no, it was bullshit, dude. It was all made up. And then you got like the soft core group. Oh, it which happened, the, but not, it was exaggerated. Yeah, they, yes. they were the ones saying like, oh, well, like six million? Are you kidding me? It's like, no. So you got those those two schools of thought on that, which are both kind of like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Yes. Like, seriously, if your grandparents or your great-grandparents had gone through that, you wouldn't be saying that shit. You'd be like, Gam Gam or Pop Pop were there, and that's that. Because, I mean, it's not like they got a souvenir to bring home other than their lives. Yeah. You know? And then you got, like, what happened? The, the uh, So, World War Two ended, the concentration camps. Uh, a lot of people got... Um, they were rescued. Well, yeah, the, those camps got liberated. No, no, no. But even before the liberation, there was well, like a lot people, of people that were able to escape because yes. uh, what's there was that old dude, older gentleman, who's one of the guys. That were, he was like the angel or something they call him, and he rescued like forty kids or mm-hmm. four hundred kids, something like that. Yeah. And um, so some people did. Th- those are probably the ones you're talking about that are like the survivors because the other ones got liberated. It's like the war's over. You made it through before they took you. You know, downtown. Well, dude, it, it, it's just crazy because, I mean, as soon as, I don't know, I, it's a, it's a touchy subject, especially when people are trying to debunk the fact that it happened. I don't know. It just seems a little, that would be like us saying, oh, slavery never happened. Those people were just working for free. Yeah. You know, we told them they could leave. They just decided to stay. I don't know. Like, that's how it kind of feels. It would feel like somebody's trying to say that slavery never happened. Yeah. Like, if we're on this path that this country is on 15 years from now, somebody's going to come up with the idea that fucking slavery never happened and try to put in a whole thing like, well, you know, they were, they had a house and, you know, they were able to play they had, you know they the, had food they, they had, had yeah, clothes they had clothes and you know there was a sign that says you can leave if you want they just didn't know what it said yeah because they couldn't read exactly but yeah. it's not my fault you know hey they could have read you know they could have learned some of them did but anyway you have people getting taken out of their houses all their Drag. all their possessions taken away from them they get moved into ghettos and put all in the all jews in one spot and then they get either tattooed with you know a number or a barcode and then they have to wear specific things that show that they're a jew they had the the star right yes they had to wear the star you know and then all of a sudden now they're like okay now we're living in these really shitty neighborhoods all right and we just they let them do their own little thing here and there and then all of a sudden the fucking rail cars show up and they all get taken to the train station and they all get pumped into these fucking train cars and then they get Shipped off to Auschwitz, Auschwitz Dachau, mm-hmm. um, a couple of the other ones. 
I forgot them all by name. There's a couple other ones, but no. so they get shipped all over Europe into these places, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing manual labor, which is bullshit. Like, what are they doing? They're just what digging? They're digging big ass fucking holes in these in these places. Why? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, oh, I wonder why. You know. And then fucking. And then when they're done, they're like, oh, no, no, don't get out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, there, but then there's other crazy things. Like I remember when I was reading stuff, because um, I did a couple projects in high school and college on World War Two, and the way that like the German, um, there was one I forget. I think it was it was Dachau, might have been Dachau, but there was a big group of kids that they had, and it was kids and moms. So what they did is they took all, they had all these toys spread out in a park mm-hmm. for the kids to play with. And they told their, they told the moms like, oh, we'll have all the kids play over here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So all the kids are playing in the park, right? Yeah. All the moms get killed. So now here's the thing. So the moms get killed. And what they were doing is they were putting them like um, heads back to back. Mm-hmm. And they were putting a gun in one mouth to go through to the other to save on bullets. So they're doing that, right? So now they're done killing all the moms. Two MG42 machine guns set up and take out all the kids at the park. Like, this is the shit that they did. I mean, and this isn't even getting into the... Once you get into Auschwitz and everything else with the gas chambers and the incinerators, where, like, they would put a couple hundred of them in these showers... Because like, oh, you're dirty. You need to take a shower. The chem showers. And they would gas them. And then they would make other, you know, Jews take them and put them in the incinerators and burn them. And they burnt them because they were running out of room to bury other bodies. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's baffling. Like, and these people that survived talked all about this and gave them such specific details and there's photos when they were all liberated, when they would open the rail car doors and bodies would fall out. And it, and people, you know, admitted to some of their atrocities. And then, like, when World War II was over and, you know, the Allies gave the Jews the land of Israel and Israel became something. And then they were doing the Nuremberg Trials and Mossad was formed, which was the, the badass version of a fucking CIA, and went all across the country, or all across the world, and hunted down all these fucking dudes who were part of it. Like, they kidnapped so many people from Argentina to bring them back for trial. If they didn't kidnap them, <coughs> they fucking killed them. But they went and fucking were yeah. finding people, like, oh, there he is, fucking taking them, kidnapping them, and bringing them back. So they were, they were all, you know... Some of them were put up for trial. Well, that's the whole thing where the uh, the show uh, was it following Hitler, hunting Hitler, hunting Hitler. Yes, <coughs> where a bunch of Nazis uh, evacuated or left. Dude, tons of them did. Yeah, and the crazy thing is that so like they got like Fabella types. Uh, even even camps. B- before like it was was it? I think it was even after the end of World War One, a lot of Germans went to. Argentina anyway. Yeah. So you had you had a stronghold of Germans in Argentina before World War Two even started. <coughs> yeah. And they even started training and everything there. They had schools and camps in cities that spoke more German than Spanish. Yeah. 
and like it's crazy. Like there's a whole bunch of blonde haired, blue eyed fucking krauts down in fucking you know Argentina. <laughs> you know, and and is it, it they set up the perfect pipeline for Come like on, you know once World War Two breaks out, if shit gets bad, they have a a safety net and a stronghold to go down to. Yeah, you know, they have a uh, yeah a. a backup plan yeah and they had a shit ton like they had uh what was the uh uh i forgot what the name of it was in spanish but it was like little bavaria yeah. was the name of a town there yeah you know and then it, it, they had so many people were like a hundred percent german like oh we're argentinian but we're a hundred percent german like don't worry about you know I don't know what that dude over there is saying in Spanish, but I'm 100% Argentinian. Yeah. I mean, even look don't at the... mind the blue hair. Look at the Argentinian uh, fucking soccer eyes. team, dude. Like, yeah. there's so many blonde-haired dudes. You're like, this guy doesn't look like he's from South America. He looks like he's from Hans Germany. Hans Messi. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Hans. But yeah, if you want to get in a little bit about, you know, how many people fled Germany to Argentina after World War II... I mean, I'm pretty sure, or during during and after World War II, there had to have been at least a couple hundred thousand regular Nazis that made yeah. their way there, and a couple of high-ranking ones. There was like rumors of um, uh, what was his name, uh, Goering, 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 like the one dude who was like in charge of the Air Force was there. Um, a couple other ones, the Angel of Death was there. Uh, he got found and brought to. Justice. Justice. And, oh, no, he didn't. Oh, the angel of death, I don't think he... I think the angel of death died there. Hang on. I'm now... I'm, I, I I. don't think... I don't think he was caught. Here it is. Auschwitz Mach Frey. Concentration camp. Con- that's fucked up. German Nazi concentration and extermination camp. It was run from 1940 to 1945. 1. 1.5 million among them. Great number of Jews are systematically starved, tortured, ah. and murdered at this camp. Symbol of humanity's cruelty to its fellow human being in the 20th century. It's crazy, dude. Yes. So here, the guy I was thinking of was Joseph Mengele. So Joseph Mengele, he was known as the Angel of Death. Um, he died in Brazil at the age of 67. Wasn't caught. Mm. And he even, like, when he got married, he even fucked, he got married in Argentina, or it was either Argentina or Chile, one of the two, and fucking wrote his real name on, uh, on the, on the, on the, like, log. He's like, Joseph Mengele. Hmm. And, like, because he, they, like, he was just that convinced that he wasn't going to get caught. Did they catch him because of No, he died. He died of old, he died at the age of 67. So he didn't get caught. He didn't get caught. No, the other one, the one that got caught was, um, hang on, I got to look at that. Because there was one that was caught um, by Mossad. They, like, kidnapped him. And, and, like, they knew where he was at. And they're like, fuck it, come here. Uh, nope, not him. Was it Eichmann? Eichmann? Was it Adolf Eichmann? Hang on, I'm not sure. I don't think it was. I have to look up. Yeah, look at it. Because there's a few that... 
that were like caught uh, oh yeah so it was Adolf Eichmann yeah he was captured and smuggled from Argentina in 1960 by Mossad Mengele never got caught he 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 died an accidental death in Brazil in 1979 and then his remains were identified in 1985 uh, let's see uh, Gustav Wagner the wolf uh, he was arrested but Brazil refused to extradite him to West Germany and he was found dead of an alleged suicide in, in Sao Paulo Brazil in 1980 um, there's a couple other ones that that none of them that I really I know I hear who's this Klaus Barbe the butcher of Lyon was extradited from Bolivia to France in 1983 after earlier attempts by Sergei and Biete Klarsfeld to track him until Bolivia's transition to democracy he had been protected by the US and German intelligence service for anti-Soviet intelligence purposes mm. and employed by the Bolivian army under the alias under an alias he was sentenced to life imprisonment in 1987, but he died in 1991. So this is the dude I was talking about, Nicholas Winton, the guy that rescued 669 Czech children from Nazis. Dude's a fucking hero, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we can get even further into this, you know, rabbit hole of conspiracy with the people that were involved in these kind of atrocities. I mean, our space program were former Nazis. Oh, a yeah, big the pa- portion. The paperclip thing. A, yeah, Operation Paperclip. Yeah. There was 1,500 Nazis that we took out of Germany to brought to the United States. Well, those motherfuckers developed jet engines, dude. Well, yeah, they yeah, but we had them for, you know, space technology, the Air Force, other military industrial complex ideas, and just, the and, and we gave them, like here, Werner Braun, Werner, Werner von Braun. Mm-hmm. Gave him a clean fucking slate to come here. I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of those dudes were like, I didn't want to. They made me. Yeah, but he was. There's there's. And maybe one of a, uh, out of a hundred, I would be like, let's see if your story checks out. But all of them, I'd be like, yeah, because some of the, some of those dudes were pretty sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's some that have been. That there was reports or allegations of these guys being at concentration camps doing things. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, no, 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 I was never there. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, no, not me. Not me. And the guy's like, yeah, it was him. Uh, His name is Werner von Braun. And the eyewitnesses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They're like, that's the guy. They got tried for, what, crimes against humanity? Well, not Werner von Braun. He didn't. I'm not saying him specifically. But, yeah, well, yeah, they had. Yeah, war crimes, crimes against humanity, and just a lot of fucked up shit. I mean, dude, there's so many people. Like, I can't even there. I can't even count this list of aeronautics and rocketry. There's there's three columns of like forty people. Architecture, there was two. Uh, electronics, there was a shit ton. Uh, material science at high temperatures, there was two. Um, there was one, two, three, four. There's about fifteen or twenty for medicine, including biological weapons, chemical weapons, and space medicine. Uh, three space medicine. Five people for physics, and then three, six, eight people for chemistry and chemical engineering. So I mean, you have a shit ton of people that we brought over here, and the craziest thing is that like it was all the way up until was it two thousand 
one, two thousand. I think it might have been two thousand one that Operation Paperclip was still in effect because some of these people wouldn't fully defect to they, come they, to the United States. They still States. wanted to be like I'm. They still, still uh, they would hold on to like I'm not ready to fully commit to this yet and everything else. And I think it was like the final person. It was like I'm pretty sure it was like two thousand one. So they were like in their almost ninety. Holding on to their shit and then finally like defected and did their shit. But then you got also with Operation Paperclip also becomes um, uh, MK Ultra, which like MK Ultra was a big, you know, unleashing psychedelic drugs and other drugs into the ghettos and everything to see their effects. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, Nazis were all about human experimentation. experimentation. So what, like, you don't, you don't think that that had something so to do with it? Like, connect the dots. But yeah. then again, you got to think about it. The government, like our government still does some shitty shit. So yes, well, but, not at, to say like, but at the time, hey, those were Nazis working in the United States. That's what I'm saying. Like then now, and then now, what we know now, because back in the day, it was like, if the government told you something, it must be true. Well, here, here's a, here's a theory though, or not a theory. But this was another kind of like conspiracy theory that I heard when they're talking about like, you know, the, what was it? The Third Reich falling and everything. Did the Fourth Reich actually happen? And it just happened under our noses. You talk about they just brought it over. Oh, yeah. Like, was that the plan Hydra. all, was that the plan all along? Hell, Hydra. Like, hey, you know, how about we do this? You guys all go to the United States and you start doing all these things and everything else. And then once the, these guys got there, they're like, man, fuck this Nazi bullshit. Like we're making fucking money here doing this. And it's just the fourth Reich falls apart. But their original plan was, Hey, look, we're losing the war infiltrate. And then we'll overtake it. Yeah. But these guys got fucking comfortable and like, you know, like, man, I'm making a lot of money in Florida doing these rockets. Uh, do I really want a fucking dictator here telling me what the fuck to do and I can do whatever I want? Dude, you're getting into like some uh, Captain America Winter Soldier type but, story. But lines. but look, but but if you think about it, like all yeah, the yeah. all these guys are alive and yeah. they all come here yeah. and they're all part of the same fucking crew. While here, they come to the U.S. to start doing their work. The guys who are in charge of everything flee the country and head their way down Argentina to Argentina to one gather resources, resupply and do whatever Regroup. they need to do, you know? And then they start moving up through Chile into Brazil and everything else Central to try to, to then make their way up. Right. Yeah. And then there just happens to be like a kink in the chain and the guys in the, in the United States like, yeah, nah, dude, like we're good. Like you just, <laughs> it's not the, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. Hang on. We got to, we got to wait a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, could, it could be exactly like what you said. I mean, we, they, these people were involved in highly sensitive parts of the U S government. Yeah. Like, and for them, like, dude, I can't even count. It would have been list. easy for them to flip the switch and be like, we're taking all that. Yeah. Because now you have everybody in charge of all the rockets and space technology are all Nazis. Yeah. Or they could have crippled. They, they could have crippled from the inside. Yeah, they could have done it all and taken over and started shooting rockets all over the place at, a ba- at military bases. Yeah, military base shooting at a military base shooting at a military base. Yeah, and then what happens? 
coming up through Central America and Mexico, here comes the Nazis. Mm. And they let Mexico take over whatever they wanted to take back over again, and then they take over the rest. You know? And then you got kind of like the... Was it the... What was that show? Uh, The one on History Channel. Um, The Man in the... I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I got to look it up. Hang on. <laughs> oh, The Man in the High Castle. Okay. That was a good show. That was if it, it was a show based on if um, if the Allies lost the war and then Germany and Japan split the United States. Hmm. It's actually a really good show. Sounds interesting. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is a really good show, and then it kind of, like, goes into some weird, like... Um, some like time travel type stuff. It's kind of, yeah. But the first couple parts of it is really good. And then it gets kind of out there. I'm like, cause it's, then, then like there's these people have videos of like, of another dimension where what happened actually happened. Like parallel earth. Yeah. And it was pretty like crazy. Another, like, uh... and then like in, in Nazi America, like they had no diseases, they had none of this, none of that, because like if you had a disease, you'd have to go check in and it would just kill you. Damn. They'd be like, "Oh, you have seizures. Okay, well you need to go to the chancellor building and see the doctor." And you'd go and see the doctor, and they'd put you in a room where you're watching TV, and they just gas you, hmm. and then just kill you. And they'd be like, "Oh, we have zero whatever, zero this. Everything is perfect." Yeah. Until. One of the high-ranking guys of Nazi America, his kid has seizures, so he has to hide it because his kid will get killed. Yeah. So he has to hide him. It's pretty good. It's a good show. That's a, let's say, an efficient way to wipe out disease. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, achoo! Oh, you're dead. I just have seasonal allergies. Yes, you die. Yeah. And it, but it's crazy because like you don't have Germany, sea and blood, like, you're out. Nazi Nazi America is so well built and nice, and then like Japanese West Coast is just shitty. Is it? Oh my <laughs> and god! And the only show like San Francisco, and it's just a fucking shithole, and just the Japanese are beating the shit out of everybody for no reason. Like dudes walking across the street like too slow, they just beat them up. Jeez! But then like the middle of the earth of the U.S. like Montana. Utah and like Nevada is like no man's land. So there's like this like, like the wasteland. There's like yeah, there's like a wild west right in the middle. Wow. And it's like where people meet is it's 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 pretty weird. But a good show. I liked it. So you think the Holocaust happened, right? You believe Oh yeah. There I, I have no doubt that that happened. I mean I just feel like you couldn't especially back then make a narrative on such a large scale that was fake. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, and, and, and to have the, something so serious. Too. Yeah. And to have that many people who survived it and kind talked about it, you know, I mean, we, cre- there was a country created because of it. Yeah. Like, so wait, Oh, we're going to make this up. So Israel can, can exist. Like what? Like, c- uh, come on. And then for those people to be so, and I, I don't mean those people, like for the, that culture of people to be so proud and 
defensive of something and be like, you know, we need to secure in, in just, you know, there's all these Holocaust museums and there's all these memorials and all the people that never got to make it, all the kids that were killed. Like, I just, I just don't see it. So what would you do if you saw somebody who's like, oh, like if you ran somebody on the street and be like, man, that shit didn't happen. Dude, my nephew thinks it doesn't happen. I told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. What if it was some random stranger? I was telling him to shut the fuck up. Like, what is, how can you say that that didn't happen? Yeah. Like, where's your facts? Those people who survived, who had the fucking tattoos on them. Yeah. That lived and either, that either went to, they went into Israel or they went, or they came to the United States or they went to England and they survived. Like, how can you say that this didn't happen? Or like the, the other people who were able to escape at different points of time. So, so what does your nephew think it didn't happen? Like, what, what's his basis for it? Dude, he tried explaining it, and as soon as he started explaining it, I just got pissed, and I completely shut it down. Like, he was trying to, he did the whole thing with the population. He was trying to reason? Yeah, like, how do you know, like, did it really happen? Because, like, there wasn't that many people. You know, the census says this. It's like, okay, were they, were they really counting the Jews in the census? No. You know, they weren't. They didn't give a shit. And it's like, it's not like... Yeah, like we got more people, guys. Yeah. Here we go. You know, Shit, it or, could have been more than, you know, the six million that they said there or was. it was only propaganda to fuel the war effort. Like, really? You're going to say that this is... Ha- like, I just... Why? Even, like, they weren't fighting back. Yeah. I just... I did hear that, too, that it was, like, to fuel... That it was propaganda to fuel the war. And it's like, why? The Jews weren't fighting back. And the ones that were, were... In another military, like the the U.S. military, like, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it was it was Jewish people who lived in another country fighting. Yeah, it's not like, and then I mean, there were, I mean, there were Jewish freedom fighters that like escaped. They made it out. They made it out and then came back in to fight. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, I like that term, freedom fighters. Uh, let's see. But yeah, I want to. I I have to look this up because I really want to see. Like, what are some Holocaust denial bullet points? Yes, because let's see. <laughs> Dude, it's it's ridiculous. So part of their, their, their thing is that Nazi Germany's final solution was aimed only at deporting Jews from the territory of the Third Reich and not include their extermination. Mm. Uh, let's see what else. Nazi, yeah, Nazi authorities did not use extermination camps and gas chambers for the mass murder of Jews. The number of Jews murdered is significantly lower than the accepted figure of approximately 6 million. And the Holocaust is a hoax perpetrated by the Allies, Jews, and the Soviet Union. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Explanation of claims. Here we go. This is what I want. All right. Uh, all right stories of the holocaust were a myth initially created by the allies of world war ii to demonize germans jews having spread this myth as part of the grander plot intended to enable the creation of the jewish homeland in palestine and now to garner continuing support from the state of israel documentary evidence of the holocaust from photographs to the diary of anne frank are all fabricated so they had anne frank is fabricated now yes but they also had. Um, she must be rolling in her grave, dude. <laughs> yeah, they had. Uh, what what the fuck is the that software to change photos? Oh, like uh, Photoshop. Yeah, they had Photoshop back in 1940s, so they had Photoshop to 
Yeah, to, just like to the fabricate doctored, that, uh, you know. Uh, Oswald's photo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, survivor testimonies are filled with errors and inconsistency and are thus unreliable. You know, trauma and post-traumatic stress and the atrocities that they were witnessed and have nightmares and everything for the rest of their lives. Well, you know, can't, can't construe, you know, what happened. Like, you don't think they that... They weren't all in one single camp. Exactly. So they didn't all go through the exact but, same thing. Some but do you been, think, like, a 14-year-old boy seeing all that devastation is going to be a little inaccurate? Yeah. You know? Or a 32-year-old man who uh, was on the brink of dehydration starvation. and starvation... Uh, sleep deprivation hopped up on drugs yeah and everything else not be able to not say something you know Uh, let's see what else we got Uh, interrogators obtained Nazi prisoners confessions of war crimes through the use of torture so what they they, what 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 they did they should be tortured so sorry but then we changed the way you know you get information from people but at the time, I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't give a shit. Sorry, you torture all these people. No, you deserve to be tortured a little bit. So you deserve worse. Uh, the Nazi treatment of Jews was no different from what the Allies did to their enemies in World War II. That reminded me of the Aldo Rain speech. <laughs> so you kill your enemies. All right, let's see. Holocaust denial is widely viewed as failing to adhere to principles of the, for the treatment of evidence that mainstream historians as well as scholars in other fields regard as basic to rational inquiry. The Holocaust was well documented by the bureaucracy of the Nazi government itself. It was further witnessed by the Allied forces who entered Germany and associated Axis states towards the end of World War II. It was also witnessed from the inside by non-Jewish captives such as Catholic French resistant member André Rogieri, who wrote extensively and testified about his experience in seven camps, including Auschwitz, Birkenau, and also produced the oldest contemporary sketch of a camp crematorium. According to researchers Michael Shermer and Alex Grobman, there is a convergence of evidence that proves that the Holocaust happened. This evidence includes written documents, eyewitness testimonies, photographs, the camps themselves, and infer- inferential evidence or argument from silence. So... Do you think is do you think they're just doing like the Holocaust thing to be like we're we're trying to erase this part of history? Well, I feel like there's people who are trying because your nephew sounds like he's part of that like soft horror group. See the cra- so the crazy thing, dude. The crazy thing about mm-hmm. my nephew, um, and I really didn't want to get into this because I just don't want to bring my family into this. But well, it's, it's his point. but he's very he's very the the, the weird thing is, is he's very right wing he's very conservative mm. and I I don't know if if Holocaust denial is a right wing or a left wing thing like I don't know like yeah I I I, I just kind of feel like it's a stupid thing it, it's not a left or a right wing like you're kind of dumb and he is the dumbest smart person I know like he's <laughs> a genius but he's an idiot like he's it's crazy but. But you love him. Yes, I do. But uh, he, he, I don't want to talk about him. I don't yeah. want to talk about him. Other than I just, that, that. No, be, well, the question is, <clears throat> so people could get brainwashed into. But, and the thing is, I feel like crap. his beliefs are the things that he believes in strongest. I kind of feel like are a little bit on the opposite side of this. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think that people who are conservative 
I, I don't know. I would have to do some research mm. on who are the like, the, like where it falls in the like, politics. Like who are the big Holocaust deniers? Like who's is, pushing that? Is it is it a right wing people or is yeah. it, you know is it more conservative people or is it more liberal pre- people? Like yeah. I, I I don't think it would be just me personally. I don't think it would be conservative people because I feel like a lot of conservative people want history to still be known so that history doesn't happen again. Right. To whereas I feel like people on the more liberal side want to erase things that happen so that people can forget about them and do things again. Yeah. That's just me because I just, that's how I see it when it comes to history. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I, I think it's just people being fucking stupid, dude. Like, honestly, yeah, that's just, I don't think it has anything to do with politics. You're just an idiot. If you think that this didn't happen. I agree. Yeah, it'd be mm-hmm. like saying here, with, I'll just I'll use, I'll use like the Mayans and the Aztecs, like you don't think like what if they said that those crazy ass sacrifices at the top of the temples never fucking happened, like all those the, weren't but, mass murders. But, no, though. there was some that were mass murders. They like, were sacrifices. They would take they would take yeah. major groups of people and fucking sacrifice them. Not hundreds upon millions though. Hundreds of people, yeah. They would take hundreds of people. Well, but I'm talking about at the time. Like, they would take hundreds well, of people yeah. and, and, and do a mass sacrifice. Like you, And what if people say, well, that shit didn't happen? You're like, well, no, they documented this shit that they fucking killed them. Yeah. And, like, there's documentation saying that this happened. The writing is literally on the walls. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think people give a shit about that. Or, like... Part, that th- those cultures at this point in time, because it's so long ago. But... Right now, bringing up the Holocaust, which is what seventy years ago, approximately no, seventy, almost eighty years ago. Nineteen uh, forty. We're, we're looking at about eighty years. Yeah. yeah. To, th- to say that it didn't happen, because you're talking when you say like the Mayans and all that shit, you're going back hundreds and hundreds of years. Okay, so bring in. What if somebody said that slavery didn't exist? Like we just there talked about. Well, like if we said then, slavery didn't exist, it didn't exist. Like if somebody we, brought it up and just said it. Slavery was what two hundred years ago. Approximately, uh, still around. You're still closer to like now. 120 years. So you're still closer. Yeah. No, no slavery was still around like a couple decades ago. Like not in the U.S. But, it but was slave, still no, slavery is still around yeah. in the world. It's just that people want to forget about that. Yeah. That slavery is still so, going around in the Middle East and in Africa and India. But hey, you know what? We're not going to say anything about right. that. We're going to so, keep talking about something that happened here in the 1800s, even though. The World Cup in Dubai was built by slave labor, and nobody wants to discuss that. Right. And in India, tons of people are still slaves. Right. And in Africa, there's a shit ton of more slaves that are owned by... Like, you get in a big thing about African-American people owned by people here. African Africans are owned by Africans in Africa. Yeah. So the thing is... Just saying. Just saying. Just needed to put that out there. Right, right. But we're talking about in-house stuff. Yes. So, the... Uh, I think this is a topic right now because, one, it's, I think they know that, like, whoever started this thing knows he's going to piss people off. Mm Mm-hmm. And the more people you get on that bandwagon, you're creating a a gap between people. Yes. Especially when, because, dude, who knows? I mean, we may think we're right and then 
you know, <clears throat> document like documents could be forged or whatever. I'm not saying they are. Yeah. But it could come to light that was like, no nah, shit, yeah, it didn't really happen. You know, down the line. And we find out and we're like, Holy shit, we are we're the assholes. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. It's very unlikely. <laughs> I I, I just I'm think like, there's there's too much evidence supporting the fact that it happened. Yeah. To say that you know, it didn't happen. Exactly. There's no, not, and there, I, 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 I don't disagree. I don't think there's gonna be a Mandela effect <laughs> in the Holocaust. Maybe that's what they're pushing for, dude. Like the Ber- Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. Yeah. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein. Berenstein. Yeah. Or uh, Jewish Bears. There you go. <laughs> they're not gonna be Jewish. The Heinstein Bear- Bears. Berenstein. No, I'm saying they're not gonna be <laughs> oh, Jewish. Yeah. The Heinstein Bears. Uh, no, rid- it's Stein. Is yeah, they're gonna get rid. They have to get rid of the Stein. Yeah. <laughs> the La- Hans Lanza Bears. Oh, yeah, I don't know something like that. Uh, but. I don't know, man. It's just, I just feel like there's too. There's definitely right now too much evidence to support, and it was it was not. It the thing is, this is something that was not. Oh, here. Like, uh, I want to I want to read this because this actually sounds pretty interesting. This is a Japanese Holocaust denial. So the Japanese have a Holocaust denial theory. It mm. first appeared in 1989, and it reached its peak in 1995 with a publication by a Japanese magazine, Marco Polo. <laughs> A 250,000 circulation monthly published by Bungie Suju, a Holocaust denial article by physician Masanori Hishioka, which stated, The Holocaust is a fabrication. There was there were no execution gas chambers in Auschwitz or in any of the concentration camps. Today, what is displayed as a gas chamber as it remains in the Auschwitz camp in Poland are a post-war fabrication by the Polish communist regime or by the Soviet Union. Which was controlled, which controlled the country, not once, neither at Auschwitz nor in any territory controlled by the Germans during the Second World War, were there mass murder of Jews in gas chambers. The Los Angeles-based Simon Weisenthal Center instigated a boycott of Bungie Suju advertisers, including Volkswagen, Mitsubishi, and Cartier. Within days, Bungie Suju was shut down. Marco Polo and its editor Kazuyoshi Hanada quit, as did the president of Bungie Suju. Kengo Tanaka. According to a 2020 survey of the American adult millennials and Generation Z members, 24% said the Holocaust might be a myth or has been exaggerated. 24%. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking idiots. That's a lot of kids who lick the fucking wall and (laughs) the snozberries taste like fucking snozberries, okay? (laughs) Alright. That's that's a big percent, dude. Yeah. And that's all the fucking people who get all their information from Wikipedia. From, from YouTube and fucking Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Can't believe everything you hear read on the internet. That's that's one thing. I mean one thing is doing your research and trying to line up facts because right now internet's, you know, a a good resource to gather information, but then you got your sites where like, but here it's not only they don't just, even say it's not real. It's, it's not, just like it's not this really happened. Only and, sites in books or whatever. There's interviews from people who were there. No, there's video from one. And there's yeah, like there's, could you? There was how there could was you get evi- there, so many people to or actors. Let's say to be like, hey, we need you to starve yourself to the point of death so we can record this, yes. and you need to get dirty, and we're gonna treat you basically like. Like dog shit for however long we need to make this video. For months. Yeah. To make this video. And we need to get everybody 
I'm bored. Even little kids. Look, it's going to be like, fuck you, I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. So it's either, at that point, you got actors, let's say, who you're treating like shit. And here's another thing. These are, you, and there's a war going on. Right. So now you're taking all these men who are dressed up as military personnel who are all actors, even though the people in Hollywood who are actors were like in the war. Yeah. And so were all the baseball players and everybody else was fucking fighting the war. Like you found all these dudes to be like, oh yeah, we're in the military. We'll we'll go film this video. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it, dude. It. Uh, I believe it happened. So do I. And I, I don't know. I would need like the president of like Israel to do like a press conference. Like, yeah, we lied about all of it. It didn't happen. Then I'd be like, oh, okay. Then I, right. I even then I'd be like, dude, he he's putting it on a front. I need to see evidence now about why it didn't happen. Yeah, like I would need to be like, okay, so we believe that this shit happened for eighty years or the better half of eighty. You're talking about the better half of a fucking century, and now you're gonna tell us, oh yeah, it didn't really happen. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, well, that's the biggest ruse anybody's ever pulled on yep. humanity. Yep, and you either gotta go. I would need to be like, okay, then explain this. Like, explain to me why all the evidence is fake. Yeah. Because it's there. And like I was going to say earlier. We had alien technology. (laughs) No, but look at it this way. This wasn't something that was like, we're trying to keep it from you. No, No, it was out there. Everybody wanted to know that these dudes were monsters. Yep. So it wasn't like, oh, we, we can't show you this because it's too graphic. It's like, no, we want you to see that these assholes were torturing and murdering Men, women, and children. Yeah. And it wasn't even a fair fight. No. It was a, oh, you're captured. You're going to go here. You're going to suffer for, you know, months, years, and then we're going to put you out anyway. Yep. You're, you're going to do our hard work. They're basically slaves. Yeah. But with, a, 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 like, a, a not a life sentence, but, the, like, they, a, were pri- they were on death row. Yes. They were prisoners. Prisoners of war. Yeah. And they had no fair chance to even fight against them. Right. So... It does tick me off when somebody says, like, oh, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody says, oh, the numbers were exaggerated, I'd be like, but you know it happened, right? Yeah. Like, even, like, so it, here, could, even it if, could have been a hundred people. It's still fucked up. Even if it was, like, a couple hundred thousand. It's like, dude, it's, it's still, still a lot of fucking people that were killed. Like, dude, even on. if it was one person, it's fucked up. But yeah, but like to make it that big of an exaggeration over one person, I'd be like, oh, no, no, I'd be no, like, no. all right, dude, like, come on. No, like, I'm you, not could just, saying. you could have just been like, hey, this guy kind of pissed me off. So, I'm not saying know. that. But no, I but mean, how about, many people died outside of fucking concentration? Oh, yeah. Like, but I'm talking about like as far as what was it like 50 million people died in that one during how World many, War Two? How many people died in World War Two? Yeah. Oh, a lot of people. Oh. Yeah. It was like 50 million. Let me see. Like I'm talking like total. Yes. Body count. Germans, ja- Japanese, Russians, um, Italians, Italians, uh, French, American. World War Two casualties. I think it was somewhere in the fifty millions. All right, so we get uh, upwards of. So let's go total deaths by country. Nah. Uh, I'm pretty see. sure I saw it was upwards of 50 million. Well, no, there's there. I mean, dude, we have I have stats, like I have civilian deaths, deaths. I have military deaths. Um, what what would be constituted as civilian death? 
just people who weren't like like just citizens who were Killed there and just like the there's a bomb a house you know artillery shells are coming in and a building blows up and people yeah, yeah. die there. No, that that counts, so I mean yeah. so you got like here I have like here an estimated total of seventy to eighty five million people. Yep, that's about three percent of the two point three billion estimated on Earth. At so here we go. Civilians, you have twenty one to twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Military, you have. 29 to 30 million and then what is this other category so here civilian deaths due to war related famine or disease 19 to 20 you have another 19 to 28 million yeah so I got right here so you have 70 to 80 million people were killed yeah and it was all a ruse yeah, like I don't. It was propaganda to keep the war effort going. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, and the crazy thing, like, if you really want to think about it, when it comes to like the Soviet Union, I'm pretty sure that the Soviet Union killed more of its own people than the Germans killed Soviets. Oh yeah. Because and they, sent they would them out to march in the fucking freezing cold. Yeah, but I mean, they would also like if you tried to retreat or you tried to get away, like they would fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. And and like you you know you you're like oh shit shit's crazy I'm trying to get out of here you fucking get blasted yeah well that that's probably kind of still how it is over there yeah true I mean you had and then you had like so with Poland you had two hundred forty thousand civilians and then you had close to six million military fuck you even had a mil- almost a million people in the Philippines get killed yeah. in in the war right. when when the Japanese were attacking them. I mean, you got, I mean, you can go and and it goes even to like, like, it's crazy. You go in Mongolia, 300 people were killed in Mongolia, Mexico, 100 Mexican soldiers were killed. You had Malta, 1500 soldiers. Um, Let me see. Is there any really like off the wall here? Iraq, 500 civilians, 200 soldiers in Iraq. That weren't. Part were, of the war and part of World War Two. Iceland, two hundred <laughs> people, two hundred soldiers. Hmm. Uh, let's see, what are some other ones? Uh, there weren't that many German soldiers killed. Huh. Only like one point five to three hundred to three million. That's not bad. Only, but I mean, compared <laughs> compared to some of the, you know, like you would think that. Well, they got subdued, basically. Like here, China. China had. 7.3 to 8.1 million people killed. Uh, sold soldiers. During World War Two. During World War Two. Damn. So you had that many in China. And then, like, you think Germany. And they only had, like, 1.5 to 3? Well, you gotta think about the population of China versus the population of Germany, too. But, no, I'm talking about soldiers. Yeah. But still, soldiers, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we go to us. And let's see. Our numbers. Oh, that's not right. There's no way that was only the amount of people that we had killed. Yeah, I don't no know. No way we only had 12,000. No, that's wrong. That's that's inaccurate. There's no way that the UK only had 60,000, 67,000 troops killed. We only had 12,100 troops killed. Mm, that doesn't sound right. No. I thought we were like in the five millions. No? Uh, Either way, there's a lot of people that died, dude. Yes. WW2 took... Quite the toll. Uh, yeah. So yeah, here, like here, five point eight million, uh, five point eight million Polish people died. 
4.2 million Germans died. 1.9 Japanese died. And the Soviet Union and the Chinese had the most combined losses. Mm-mm-mm. So, like, a little bit less than a tenth of that was just fucking POW prisoners, too. Yeah. That's a fucking huge... Like, for guys that weren't fighting back, that's a big amount. Oh, yeah. What do you got to think about it? That's just people who, like, you know, were either trying to flee or whatever with their families, and, yeah. you know, you get fucking captured... Or you were, uh, you were just a prisoner of war because you got captured doing, like, a secret mission or something else, you know? Yeah. So do you think, uh, and, and I think I know the answer to this, but you think there's still Nazis around? I'm not talking, well, like, neo-Nazis or anything. I'm talking about actual Nazis from the WW2. Oh, dude, they were so old. Like, I'm sure there was some that still made it out. That you No, know. I'm saying, do you think they're still around? Like, maybe one or two. Who got injected I mean, with some sort of super soldier shit? Or... No, not like that. No. <laughs> All right, so here estimated number of military and civilian fatalities due to the Second World War between thirty nine and forty five. The United States was at four hundred eighteen thousand five hundred. Also, oh, not five million five hundred thousand. So yeah, four thousand four hundred sixteen thousand were military, and seventeen hundred were civilian. And in the UK, it was. 383,000 were military 67,000 were civilian but then you go up to Germany see this sounds more plausible 5.5 million were military and 2.1 million were civilian that sounds more plausible to me than that other statistic dude yeah and then China lost holy shit China lost 3.5 million in military and 16 million civilians yeah, and in Russia, Russia lost nine point seven million in military, and fourteen point two million in civilians. Fourteen point two million people, civilians. Was that because? It, well, that was like I said. It was because some of those dudes were just like thrown out into the harsh cold. Oh it's yeah. Like, we need you to get to the front, and they're like, we can't. It's too cold. It's like, well, you're gonna make it, or you're gonna die trying. Yeah. And then you got like the Polish, the Polish section, two hundred forty thousand soldiers, but five point three million civilians. In Poland, that's crazy, dude. And it goes all the way down like the least amount of people who were lost. Switzerland lost a hundred, Mexico lost a hundred, Cuba lost a hundred, Turkey, Iran, and Iceland lost two hundred. This was golf. Brazil lost. Brazil lost two thousand. Ireland lost 5,000. Thailand lost 7,600. South Africa, 11,000. Papua New Guinea, 15,000. Let's see. Who are some of like another one that would kind of be like, well, that's weird. Ethiopia lost 100,000. Korea lost 425,000. Like, dude, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't, it's, just, it's just crazy how many fucking people died. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's hard to believe somebody would say... Uh, oh, dude, you could put two more in there. Nah. Yes. Uh, maybe one more. Two. But that's still a lot. Well, yeah. You got to down the whole thing. No, you had to down that. You got to down Da's boot. It's your boot, man. 
Yes, but I brought it for you. No, so you if I'd known the case, if I'd t- known that was it, I was I would have just put one in there. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not gonna chug two fucking beers. That's that's only two. Yeah. Oh, dude, you could yeah definitely put another one in there. <clears throat> no, I'll chug it, but you gotta put another one in there. You'll chug it. Yeah, if I'll chug it if you put another one in there. I'll ch- I'll put another one in there for I'll you. Put another one in there. I'll do the boot. Are we gonna uh, make a? Are we gonna are we gonna do this as a short? We can. I think we should. Okay. I'll record you while we're on the air. Yes, there we go. But I don't know when all these, all these statistics and pictures and videos and firsthand current, you know, accounts and everything like. Yeah, dude. Not only that, dude. You got to think about this. If these people are acting. Why the fuck is Meryl Streep getting Oscars? <laughs> you know? Yes. Personally, I'm not a fan of hers. So. No, me neither. So, in a nutshell for this episode, Hitler was crazy. Uh, he had a lot of shit, you know, I don't know. I feel like if he would have just listened to his military personnel like you know the generals and everything hey you know what I think I can't put another one in here yeah I told you you could fit another one in here I don't want you to fucking throw up I remember I, I'm pretty sure this thing fit four s- five beers five I, I that's think four the, or that's the, three what that's only three yeah oh wow okay I, I, and it's a four it's a four beer boot it's a four beer boot yes I need to let it uh Settle real quick because it's. I can feel how cold it is. It's, it's gonna hurt your throat. It's gonna hurt my teeth. You gotta relax your throat muscles. But I don't know. The the conspiracies around Mr. Adolf Hitler and World War Two and the Holocaust will go on as long as probably until our generation is gone, and then people will just forget about it, and it'll just be erased from history like everything else is being erased now. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan of Mr. Hitler? No. Yeah. Me either, dude. That dude was a... But I wish, I, w- I wish we could... Oh, dude, find the video. <laughs> find the, the, the Nazi Olympic video. Like, and he's just like, Oh, yeah. The, the aliens will destroy everybody. And then Jesse Owens just fucking... Uh, I could probably look it up after you should watch it now because it's pretty fucking hilarious. I've seen it, dude. Where he's just like, just leaves him in the dust and they're just like, whoops. Yeah. And he's like, that guy is not allowed here. <laughs> yep. But then he did this whole thing where he's talking about how like African Americans are being held back by the United States and only used to win events in the Olympics. That's a theory. Yes. But I feel like we should do this uh, off the air. No, 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 no. Yes. We're on the air now. We're going to do this. No, I feel like we need now. to sign off, and then we can do this and, and then post it. Okay. That's just me. We'll have a little sip of it. So. All right. I'll have, I'll, I'll have a little sip of it, too. I have a little so, sip from the boot. So th- this is the shot for today, Das Boot. Yes, we're having a few beers and a boot. And then the short will be uploaded. Um, shortly there after the episode oh, is done. Tastes so much better in a boot. In a glass boot, not a real boot. 
Well, it does taste better. Yeah. Should have told me I would have brought some glasses. <sighs> so we're signing off. We're finishing off. This is our last episode of our mini series on conspiracy theories. It's been pretty fun. I think we're gonna do some more specialized episodes. Yes, more topics. Not necessarily conspiracy theories. I mean, we can dive back into these later. Dude, my buddy Poncho was like, "Dude, watch Inside Job. It'll give you more ideas for conspiracy theory episodes." So shout out to Poncho. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we can come back to him at a later date. But there's so many other topics we could talk about, yeah. and we can do series just on those and come back and forth. Well, one you know? of the episodes we were gonna do was the Lost City of Atlantis, but we swapped that out for what the Templars. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because with Atlant- Atlantis, I don't know. Yeah, I just. There's so many different theories, and you gotta go into different countries and different. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, is it in the ocean? Is it in the desert? Is it in the Mediterranean? Yep. Is it in Africa? Yep. Wherever it is, it is. Or if it was never there, it was never there. Like there's a conspiracy that it was a spacecraft that took off. Maybe. So, but anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Podbean. Pod Chaser, Pod Chaser, YouTube, uh, YouTube, um, some of those other weird fucking podcast places we got. Uh, we never got onto Apple, and we never got onto Google for some reason. Yes. So those were a little bit complicated, but Spotify is our biggest one. And uh, please drop us some comments on things that we can do better, or other episodes or series that you'd like us to do. Yes, I'm all about it. Yep, and not, we're we're always open to beer recommendations. Liquor recommendations and uh, Com- topics. Commendations or recommendations? Recommendations. Okay, so like you're saying commendations. If you want to like we're giving, us. we're giving beer awards. No, <laughs> we should get awarded. That'd be cool. Yeah. So let's see. This episode will be what? Uh, oh wow, August seventh. Yeah. So once we're done with that, we'll be getting back into our normal routine of shows for a little while until we figure out another little mini series to do. Yeah. So. Thank you again for listening, and please comment, because without you guys, we're just a couple dudes drinking beer, talking shit. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye, everybody.